This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck and you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Hey, hey there, we are back. And today we're talking all about 2021 and how we plan our 2021 for both the Launch Guild side and the Tasha Booth side. Once again, I am joined by my fabulous co-host today, Jay Ray. Thanks for being here. So excited to do our last session of this our series. Our last episode together of 2020. Yes. So this is super exciting because we just have such an amazing 2021 planned. I'm excited about it. And I think it'll be helpful for people who are growing their business and everything to kind of see the behind the scenes in terms of how we plan our year. So just so you guys know, the way that we did it this year, this is definitely changed from last year. So last year, Jay Ray and I both flew to Toronto to work for a VIP day with my coach, uh, with my former coach, now Jay Ray's business coach, Sheila. <laughs> and we uh, basically planned out our year with her in that you know, in that six hours or so. And that was really amazing. Our team has definitely grown since then. We now have a leadership team, which include Brianna, uh, Jay LaRae, of course, uh, Rachel and Lindsay, and then myself. And so we did, originally we wanted to do it as an in-person retreat, but of course we couldn't do that this year. So we just did it as a half-day retreat and we got matching pajamas that Jay LaRae bought for all of us. And so we kind of had a pajama day retreat. It was super fun and it was an opportunity for all of us to bring our collective thoughts in terms of what we wanted to see and what we saw in this year and wanted to see going forward and everything. And I think it was super duper helpful to have all five of us there. Would you agree with that? 1000%. That would have been so yeah. disjointed if yeah. they weren't a part of that process. So yeah, bring Absolutely. your leaders in on the Bring process. your leaders in because there are so many blind spots that you know, either I wouldn't, I didn't think about because I'm not in social media, like, you know, like Rachel is, or I wouldn't think about because I'm not in operations like Jayla Ray is. And so it's really important to make sure that you're seeing it from all sides. And that will, that will definitely help when you, if you have a leadership team to bring them in. Okay. So like we talked about last week, we actually don't start with revenue goals. We start with feelings goals in terms of how did we feel this year and how do we want to feel next year? And also what are our words of the year? So if you guys don't know, I'm huge on word of the year. I think it really helps set an intention and a focus for that year. Um, and I really think it's one of the reasons that we've basically knocked our goals out of the park every single year. And I'd love to share my word of the year because it was, it is something that I'm still working on because I did not expect this to be my word of the year. And I actually hate the fact that it's my word of the year, but, <laughs> but my word of the year for 2021 is simplicity. 
And that's really hard for me because I always have new ideas. I love going full force with those ideas, but I'm realizing uh, as we grow as a company that not every idea needs to be implemented right away, number one, and not every idea is an idea that is going to move us forward and needs to be moved forward. So I think we spent a lot of time this year just like trying new things. And I think that that was great. And I think that 2021 is going to be more about what are the things that worked really, really well and how can we deepen and amplify those things instead of creating a whole bunch of new or doing a whole bunch of things that don't necessarily serve us. Can I share my word? Yes. Because actually on this planning session, I didn't decide what my word was. I have since decided. So in terms of the launch guild, so nothing, I'll probably set another word for personal, personal goals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but my word is intentional. Oh, and yes. it's a word that I hear Tasha say over and over again. And it's really sticking with me lately because sometimes I can get out of action mode and I want to I just... I want a constant reminder of like, just be intentional with your time. And if you're intentionally resting, that's okay, but do the resting really well. And then if you're working intentionally work, don't just be willy nilly and like in and like in and out and like, am I working? Am I not working? Like what's going on right now? What, how's my mood? How are my feelings? So just trying to find a way to honor the way that I naturally am, but being intentional about my processes and goals and actions and all of that. So, yeah. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Yeah. I think the big overarching theme when we were asking the whole leadership team about what were their feelings and what feelings did we want to bring into 2021? um, A lot of it was around just fun and light and streamlined. Like those were a lot of the things that came up. Uh, We definitely grew a lot in 2020, which was great, but you know, there was a, there were a lot of kind of like learning lessons and a lot of growing pains, I guess, you know? And so our hope and our goal for this year going into 2021 is to grow out of those growing pains and now just to kind of re-inject the fun into it even more so. Yes. Okay, so once we decided what our feelings goals were um, and addressed kind of some needs and concerns in terms of what we want to how we want to move into the new year, then we set some concrete goals for the year. We looked at our revenue goal for this year, this year going forward, which is one million dollars. I am saying it out loud because it scares me. And the thing that I did last year was say, like when I decided that, Oh, I think we're going to, we're going to work towards half a million dollars in 2020. And when I started saying that in 2019, I couldn't, like I could write it, but I couldn't say it at first. Right. And then I had to get to the point where I could just say it. And it just became very matter of fact, like, Oh, we're going to hit, you know, half a million dollars in 20, in 2020. And so I knew that going, going into our $1 million year, that it was going to be something that I had to intentionally, there's that word again, (laughs) to say out loud and repeat until it felt easy to say it. And it didn't scare the heck out of me. (laughs) Yeah. Not like taking the number beyond a spreadsheet and Asana 
and verbalizing it. <laughs> yes, speaking exactly. It, speaking it. Speaking yes. it into existence. Yeah. So we looked at the revenue goal. We looked at our team needs. Uh, so then it's a matter of what do, wh- who are we going to need? Like what kind of support do we need in order to get there? Do we have the right people in the right seats? Do we have team members that need to shift? Or, and this is hard sometimes, are there team members that aren't uh, going to work for us long-term. And I know you're making a sad face because like nobody wants to admit that. But at the same time, I think it's really important to know that not every team member is going to be able to go with us the distance, right? We're looking for people who are going to be here long-term. And that's that's unfortunately not everybody all the time. And honoring that and being honest about that in the front end, I think really uh, helps so that there aren't as as hurt of feelings. Is that I don't know if that's a phrase, but there aren't as hurt of feelings in the long run. I think it's just it's really about communicating that on the front end. And then the last part of our concrete goals is our impact goal. So one of the things that's really important to me, but also to all of us, is we're not making a million dollars just to make a million dollars. Like, how are we impacting not only the team members that are part of the Launch Guild team, but the people that we support on both sides of our business? So on on both the Launch Guild side, what does that impact goal look like? And what is our hope that like, as we're supporting these clients, they can then impact the world in greater ways. And also what's our impact goal for the Tasha Booth side in terms of what are the number of women that we want to impact? And when we impact those women, what can they now do in the world to make the world a better place? That's like, sound. Yes. I feel like I should like sing, we are the world after that. <laughs> <laughs> I love all of that, but there's even a third layer there is the giving back that we do as well that is based on our revenue and choosing different organizations to support throughout the year based on a really easy voting system that Mm -hmm. we do between our team. (laughs) And you know what I realized when we were doing our wins, we didn't talk about that. And I totally like that was an oversight on my end, but we'll just explain it really quickly. So this year we contributed 1% of our overall revenue to charities that basically the team votes on every month. So every month the team votes, I think like at week three, Jailer usually puts in the Slack channels and opens it up for, you know, for recommendations basically. And then once we get that list, then in week four, uh, they vote on it. And then we send them a, I was going to say check, but I don't even have checks. We, we, we send them a, a, a debit. Uh, and yeah, it's been really super fun. And it's been, it's been so fun, especially to find charities that like I didn't know even existed and I remember one specifically, like she found me because, like, you know, I always actually send send the um, the donation and she found me on like my personal Facebook and reached out and like she was like, I'm so appreciative. Thank you so much. And it was like this small charity and I think it was Texas or somewhere. I don't even remember, you know, what state it was in, but she was so appreciative. And it's been so fun just to like learn about other charities that we can support and know that we're making a difference. Oh, and I love that the team gets like the final say yeah. on it too. Like yeah. they just vote with their little emoji and Slack and it seems like a really small thing, but it's not. Yeah, it's not at all. It's fun. Awesome. 
Okay. So once we've got that, those concrete goals, it also helps so we can create a budget for the year. So basically I create the initial budget and then I send it to my CFO and say like, did I do a good job? (laughs) Do these numbers make sense? And some of the times she's like, uh, you spent way more than that this year. And other times, like there's been other parts that she's been like, I think you're like overestimating what you're actually going to be spending on it. So it's a place to start. So we kind of like can track it throughout the year. And I think that metrics are, are one of the things that I've haven't always been great at, but we're working like on that consistently and having a better breakdown in terms of like what the metrics are to, to be able to hit our goals as well. So with that in mind, after we figure out what our big kind of concrete goals are, especially in the revenue ones, then we break it down by what we need to consistently do on both sides of the business in order to get there. And that's a place where we can look at it every single month and say, like, are we ahead of our goal? Are we behind our goal? If we are behind our goal, what do we need in order to be able to really stay on track and stay on target in order to be able to hit what we say is important to us? I think sometimes people just like, have a goal, you know, especially a revenue goal. And they say like, I want to make, let's say $5,000 a month. And then they never break it down into like, what does that look like in terms of number of clients or packages or like how many hours you need to work or any of that. Right. Right. That's not the fun part. Yeah. The fun part (laughs) is the fun part is declaring something, but then there's got to be work behind it. Then there's, yeah. Then there's all the action steps behind it. (laughs) And you're right. That's not the fun part, but it's been even now, you know, we did this about a month ago. And even now, as we're planning for things and starting to see clients show up and like, you know, programs and everything start to fill for next year, it's been really nice to be able to go back to that document and be like, oh, great. You know, we've got 15 people inside of Booked and Balanced and, you know, we're, we're five more to our goal or, or whatever the case may be. Like, it's really helpful. And I think it's, that it's fun to look and see that we're close to what we've said our metrics need to be. My approach is a little bit different, but yeah. <laughs> What's your approach? I want to hear. <laughs> I don't, I don't have one. I would just prefer to be surprised. Like, oh, <laughs> oh. oh, we, we met that. I mean, I, I don't know. I, some of it is just sort of uh, a little more intuitive to me, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like if you say, for example, like, oh, February is feeling a little bit light. I'm like, Yeah. February is feeling a little bit light. What, I wonder what we can do about that. Mm-hmm. Guess what, Tasha? We have three new leads who are probably going to start in February. So I'm like, oh, it worked, you know, it worked out. And then I'm just surprised. I'm like, oh, here we are. Here we are. I'm just it. not, I like, I know that the numbers are important and we do need to pay attention to them, but I'm not as readily like checking them as yeah. you are. So. Yeah. And I think that that's something important to point out because some people listening right now may be like, well, isn't that the job of a director of operations? But well, I think I, that <laughs> yes, I have guilted myself for this already. Yeah, and there's, yeah, there's no need to guilt yourself about it because I think like one of the reasons that this works so well is that we have crafted my job and your job to support what we're both great at you know, and sometimes that means like sending the rules away and throwing the rules away and saying like, okay, so the definition of director of operations says that you should be tracking metrics, but you don't really enjoy doing it. So let's not give you that. Let's say, well, number one, we have a CFO who tracks like the the super important ones, but I actually kind of enjoy looking at the data, mm-hmm. you know, on a daily, some, you know, weekly basis kind of thing. And so we can communicate that together and just work as a team on that. 
Yeah. And I, I just can't automatically glean meaning from numbers. That's just not something I can just do every time. So it's like you said, you kind of fill in the gap for me and you're like, mm-hmm. well, this number is this way because, and we need to do X <laughs> <laughs> in response to that number being that way. And I'm like, oh, okay. It's like, it's the context piece. Like I can't yeah. just look at a spreadsheet and be like, oh, this is what we need to do. And this is where we need to do it. We'll get back to the episode in a second, but I wanted to ask you a question. Are you a VA, OBM, or PM who's been in business for a while and now you're ready to kick things up a notch? If that's you, then I'd love to invite you to apply for a spot in my three-month one-on-one and group program, Booked and Balanced. This program and community is exactly the accountability, mentorship, and action-oriented something that you've been looking for. Head to TashaBooth.com forward slash booked to apply now for Booked and Balanced. You'll get the benefit of one-on-one coaching without the one-on-one price tag, plus a group of like-minded women supporting and encouraging you as you grow your business to new heights. Space is limited to just 20 women, so apply now for a spot in our next cohort starting soon. That's TashaBooth.com forward slash booked. So once we have, so we've done our concrete goals, we've done a breakdown of where in terms of like our offerings and everything those are, then we looked at, uh, and that felt really, really good, right? That, I think we did all of that in like the first hour and we got to that million really easily, which for me was like evidence that it was that that goal was aligned to like what is possible and where we're, where we're headed in terms of our business. And then we looked out at like paring down our offerings and what the new part of, of what we were going to do was and what we are not taking with us to 2021. Uh, and that was exciting because that worked toward my word of the year, simplify. Um, and it was, once again, it was about like deepening the things that were working and saying like, okay, these things were fun this year, but it's not where we need to take our energy and our efforts any longer. So the only new thing that we have for next year is the legendary launch manager certification, which we're so excited about. Everybody, you just hold on to your seats. <laughs> so it's, excited about. It's going to be so incredible. It's going to be so fun. And I'm, this isn't the episode to go fully into it, but if you're at all interested in learning more, you can head to tashabooth.com forward slash launch. That's tashabooth.com forward slash launch um, and learn all about the certification. But basically, I think it's going to be a game changer for the industry, creating a whole new generation of launch managers who aren't just amazing project managers, but really understand every single piece of what goes into a launch and can really speak to every single team member in a way that doesn't just create like leaders, but also creates great managers that can look at the data and and help support every single team member. It's going to be so empowering. Like, so but can you imagine the people who get to the end of that program, how empowered <laughs> they are going to feel like, that's what I keep, that's yes. what I keep focusing on. I'm like, mm-hmm. this isn't just another certification. This really is about empowerment and giving those women that knowledge and mm-hmm. that foreground to like, take what they're already good at to another level yeah. and in a niche, a niche environment. So yeah. Amazing. So once we've decided what we're doing and what we're not doing, then it's a matter of pulling out the old calendar and really figuring out where all of these things lie, like where where our actual launches are going to happen, where we're introducing different things. Um, I used to not be good at this. And I think this year, 
or last year, rather, when we met with Sheila, when we did our first VIP day, I think we did such a better job at this. And we really walked into 2020 kind of already knowing like where our big launches were going to be, what programs we were going to be delivering, especially on the Tasha Booth side. I think it changed a lot kind of on the Launch Guild side this year, but it was super helpful for this planning session to be able to look at the entire calendar, say, okay, we're not doing launches for the Tasha Booth side in this month because like we're taking two weeks off or we're doing, you know, really looking at where all of those big rocks needed to go. Um, and having a clear path forward so that everybody knew from day one, January 1st, 2021, we all we all know what our goals are and where all of those things are happening and, and why, right? This is literally music to my ears. It's, it's like, so... <laughs> I, I love knowing a general yeah. overview of what next year looks like. Mm-hmm. Like we might change some things. We might like have to pivot. We might have to do all of these things, but it's so nice to know that the year hasn't even started yet and we have the framework built. Mm-hmm. And that's also not to say that you can't build the framework in the year that you are building it for. Yeah. Cause you could totally do this in January. It does not need to be done in December or in October like we did, but um, we're at a level now where we did kind of have to do that. Like mm-hmm. we had to, we had to plan things out and they couldn't be just when we felt like it or when there was space. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it it also helps us to be able to know what we can say yes and no to as other opportunities come. So one of the things I want to point out, and I think now would be a great time, is that we're looking at my calendar for 2021. And I really wanted to create more space in my calendar. So what that looked like for me was deciding that I was only going to do a certain number of podcast episodes, like be a guest on other people's podcasts uh, a few times per month. I was going to do one summit or conference or something one time per month. And there were months, like the months that we are actively in launch mode for something that I'm going to say no to any of those, you know, and knowing what that looks like now allows me as those opportunities come in, allows me to look at the calendar and say like, oh, sorry, I can't do it this month because I already have something on the calendar instead of just saying yes. And then all of a sudden, like this actually happened this year where I was doing two summits and we were at the beginning, the the beginning part of the built to profit launch. And I was like, how do I send emails for all of this? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, how do I, what, what is happening? My poor list. So, yeah. So it's really a matter of just being, here's was, that word again, intentional, <laughs> um, really intentional about what you say yes and no to. And that means knowing what's already, what are the most important things? And then what are the the fun fill in the blank things that you can, you know, splice in along the way and like sprinkle in there. <laughs> yeah. There will definitely still be sprinkling. We there just, will. Yeah. I don't know what flavor the sprinkles are yet. You guys, I that's all. Either. <laughs> okay. The last thing we want to mention is talking about the growth path for each one of our memberships of the leadership team. So I think what we're pretty good about for our, like our overall team constantly or on a, on a regular basis, communicating and asking them like, what do you want to do more of? Like, what are you learning? What do you want to do more of or try for this year um, in terms of growth in, in who they are as people and who they are on the team? And that's even more so with our leadership team. Uh, we want to constantly making be making sure that like they feel supported in their growth and they don't feel stagnant. 
And so we were really intentional. Jailer especially was really intentional about asking them um, and then continuing that dialogue, not just that day of our, our strategic planning for 2021, but continuing that dialogue in terms of what do you need to be a better leader and to grow as a leader? And also like, who do you want to be? What do you want to do? Yeah, which has been such a fun process for me because I mm-hmm. just find it so inspiring to watch people grow and to take part in it in some small way and giving tools where I can. And sometimes it is just about having those conversations so that things can be defined. And, you know, other times it's about figuring out what those steps are. I feel Mm -hmm. like I should just draw a map for like each of our leadership team, (laughs) or maybe put it on a graph or something and just show like what 2021 should look like, like what levels, what levels are we focusing on? Like each quarter in the year to get you to your maximum amount of impact and success by the end of it. I love that. Do that. Okay. I'll do that. (laughs) (laughs) Canva here. I come. No, I think that that's great. And I think like, so coupled with what I've been working on, which is separating out the org charts, our organizational charts for the launch guild side versus the Tasha Booth side. And then that really helps to see where are our holes in terms of either leadership or team or whatever the case may be. And that's really, even within the last couple of weeks has really helped us look at where our team is headed for 2021 as well. So anything else you want to add about our 2021, other than the fact that like, we're both so super excited and really nervous. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. I'm Um, so excited. I think while we are, I know we talked about um, all of the successes and challenges Mm -hmm. that we experienced this year. So my hope is that nobody skipped forward to this episode <laughs> and, and didn't listen to anything before it because mm-hmm. it's really important to reflect and recap on the year that you just had in order to move forward with this planning in a way that is really productive, but also is going to garner as much success for you as possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't like you can't just you can't just like plan a new year without looking at the year that you just had. And yeah. that's like, they should hinge, those processes should hinge together. Yeah. And that's what we did. We may have planned for 2021 before we reflected on the rest of 2020, but they were still both done. I think when we planned 2021, we were looking back at most of 2020, you know, because our planning happened in November. And so we had a big chunk of the year to look back on and be like, okay, what went well, what didn't, you know, even those feeling goals in terms of, you know, what clients did we feel really successful with? What clients didn't we? And why? Why is one of our questions always, you know, why did we have the outcomes with those clients that we did? And how can we replicate those positive outcomes in a bigger way as we go into the new year? So definitely thank you for bringing that up because I think looking back is the first step, right? Even if it's not a metrics thing, it's still data. And that data needs to be part of the decision-making data-driven decisions is one of the things that needs to be like hugely important as you're planning. Yeah. I think I want to reiterate too, that if it's the end of December and you're listening to this episode and you're like, oh shoot, I haven't planned for the next year. (laughs) um, Take a breath. Yeah. It does not need to be done immediately. And also remember that 2020 was collectively one of the hardest years that we like all ever. like 
<laughs> that we all have experienced. Mm-hmm. So just have a little grace with yourself and know that if it takes you more time to get into to get into planning mode for the next year, it probably just means one that you're exhausted. And secondly, you have more reflection to do mm-hmm. on the year that just happened. If it's not feeling like an exciting process to you, it's because you haven't processed what already happened. <laughs> yeah. I know that January is the beginning of the year. So everybody feels like they have to do like all the things in January, but I really think you should give yourself a little bit more time and you can take like, like you, there's still 11 months after January. You have plenty of time. So don't feel like you're behind. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> you're not behind. You're doing you're great. You're not behind. You're... And you did your best this year. Whoever's yeah. listening to this, you did yeah. your best. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, these are a little empath. I love you. I just, want every, <laughs> I just want everybody to know that, like whether you think so or not, you did your best. Mm-hmm. Well, my friend, thank you so much for being here with me this last four episodes. I appreciate you now and always. Oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate that we have these conversations on air and behind the scenes, yes. over the Voxer, over the Slack. So many Voxers. Sometimes. <laughs> Yes. So many like three to four minute long boxers <laughs> that I listen to on 4X speed. Oh my gosh. I know. I Scott, can't. I know. Scott's always like, how do you even hear it? And I'm like, I hear and process every single word. <laughs> oh my he gosh. Does, I know. Which is hilarious. Cause when I send you a boxer, sometimes I re-listen to what I sent you just to make sure I accurately like. Do you really? I never do. listen to my boxers. It's actually it's a whole thing. We could go into it, but <laughs> let's That's not. Another episode. <laughs> Voxer psychology. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay. Well, thank you. And happy 2021, guys. We're almost there. <laughs> let's do it. That's it for this week's episode. Make sure you head on over to TashaBooth.com forward slash podcast to read the show notes and grab your free download so that you can start implementing what you've learned right away. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave a comment and subscribe. Remember to keep smashing your goals and pushing forward. You're doing a great job. Mm